Howdy friends, Cable Smith, welcome everybody to episode 4 of Campfire Conversations. This is the uh, bonus content that we're putting out from time to time. And we're going back to the audio vault. Dug this one up as it's relevant because Baylor just won the men's NCAA tournament, March Madness. We are national champions. Y'all know that I'm a a huge Baylor fan, Uh, had a nice four-year stint in Waco and left as a junior to pursue. Yeah, I said uh, four years left as a junior. But anyway, I went to uh, went on to North Texas to pursue a degree in radio, TV, film. But I never claimed the mean green. I mean, yeah, it's what this piece of paper says. You know, it's where I graduated from, but I don't care about North Texas athletics. Never did. Not even when I was there broadcasting, doing play-by-play for them. Could care less. I was always and always will be. A, uh, a Baylor fan at heart. That's where my mom and dad met. And dad put himself through school by doing electrical work. Uh, went to Baylor Law School. When it, My uncle played baseball there. So when it came time to apply for colleges as a high school senior, I only applied to Baylor. That's just what I knew and where I was going. And we sucked at all sports, man, when I was there. It was terrible. We usually won like a football game a year. These kids that go to Baylor now, Spoiled rotten. Our basketball team was terrible. I was there th- at the tail end of the biggest scandal in college basketball history. One player murdered another one. Former coach Dave Bliss tries to cover it up, right? I mean, it was they almost gave us the death penalty. But here comes Scott Drew some like 18 years ago. And they the NCAA cut his scholarships in half. He's walking around campus looking for tall guys to say, hey, you want you want to walk on the basketball team? I need warm bodies to fill out the roster. I mean, that's how bad it was. And here we are now, national champions. Uh, unbelievable. And anyway, that's why I dug this up. It's an interview with Coach Drew circa 2010, right after Baylor lost to Duke in the Elite Eight, a game which I was at, by the way. Heartbreaker. Um, but yeah, that was when we started to become relevant. And... Here we are, 11 years later, national champions. And so I went back and listened to this interview, and it's funny because, God, I do not have any confidence as a host. Um, Voices all over the place. I think a lot has changed since then. It was almost uncomfortable to even listen to, but um, Coach Drew loves fishing. That's the whole point of this. And so if you like Baylor or if you like college basketball, I thought, hey, you might find this interesting since uh, Baylor just really accomplished something that I I never thought they would. Uh, So very proud, and uh, it's a good time to be a Baylor Bear. So let's go ahead and roll it. Audio Vault, circa 2010, Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. Hey, Texas, this is your Tejas blood brother, Ted Nugent. I'm proud to be right here on the Lone Star Outdoor Show on 95.3 The Range. All right, good morning, Cable Smith, welcoming you back to this morning's presentation, and we are hard up for time today, so 
Let's go ahead and jump right back into our conversation with Baylor men's basketball coach Scott Drew, who was nice enough to stay on the line through the break. Well, Coach, we already talked some hoops. Now let's talk about uh, another one of your passions. And I know that once the season winds down, you enjoy getting on the lake and doing some fishing. Your buddy and former Bassmaster Classic champion, Alton Jones, gave you up. Big Baylor guy, by the way. Um, so who was responsible for, for instilling a love for the outdoors in you? Was it your dad, Homer, or your brother, Bryce? Did you all spend a lot of time hunting and fishing growing up, or was this kind of something you picked up later on in life? Good question. Well, with with, with uh, um, uh, my dad, he coached at LSU from 72 to 76. So uh, one of my first few memories was uh, uh, fishing on the bayous with my dad. And uh, uh, coaches have to have, a, have a, an outlet. A lot of times it's golf. Uh, for me, that's more frustration. So I tend to go to the lake. And uh, anyway, whenever I get a chance, and uh, uh, you, you always wish you had an opportunity to do things like fish a lot more. But if I can get out to, uh, two or three times a month, that, that makes for a great month for me. And uh, I know uh, um, my dad and Instilled uh, uh, the the enjoying of the outdoors and uh, uh, taught me how to how to fish and and obviously uh, uh, in in Texas we have so many great lakes and uh, in fact there's a Wednesday night bass fishing tournament on Lake Waco and uh, uh, that's something I try to always get in if if possible and again if I can fish that a couple times a month it, it it's been a great month and uh, fishing with Alton Jones and and people like that there's so many good fishermen uh, so many good pros in the area uh, you really are able to learn a lot and uh, um, there's 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 not much uh, uh, more enjoying uh, uh, thing for me. It's the only time besides in a movie theater where I put that cell phone away. So it's a true vacation. And uh, uh, again, if you don't like the outdoors and you, you you can't find peace on the lake, then uh, there's probably something wrong with you. Ain't that the truth? What about hunting? Did you and Bryce do much hunting growing up? My brother and I did some hunting. Uh, my dad usually did more of the fishing with us, but uh, uh, we, we definitely would hunt and uh, uh, ducks, uh, uh, geese, uh, uh, squirrel, rabbit, deer, I mean, you name it, um, down here. The one thing that's tough about uh, a basketball coach, though, is uh, uh, hunting season is normally during basketball season. Mm -hmm. So that really puts a cramp on your skiing action, your snow skiing, and your hunting. So uh, uh, if you find uh, those seasons that begin in, uh, like, dove or... Or uh, up north, when uh, when I grew up, uh, you, you could do some geese hunting and, and or pheasant hunting in uh, August, September. You're able to do that. But when season gets started, um, usually usually you're you're pretty occupied uh, shooting baskets instead of shooting shooting game. Well, the sacrifices to be a, a famous basketball coach, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, coach, tell me about fishing with Alton Jones. Did Alton take you to some of his honey holes out there on Lake Waco? Uh, well, Alton, somebody that uh, no matter what lake he, you go on, he's got honey holes because he just knows how to find fish. Uh, you really, you really learn a lot about technique. You learn a lot about what he uh, uh, thinks, and, and he's a very good teacher. Um, some people are just great at what they do, but they have a hard time explaining why and and how they learned and what uh, how the whole process works. But Alton's such a a great person, uh, got a great heart, and uh, just spending time with him, um, I, I know it not only was very educational and and it's always enjoying, uh, but also uh, uh, when the day's over, not only you caught fish, but you're a better fisherman for spending time with him. And uh, he's somebody that uh, he's a very good basketball fan, and uh, I know. Uh, uh, during during our basketball season, he's he's a lot of officials like to like to like to fish, and uh, if they see Alton in the stands, that means a lot to them. So um, I try to tell the officials during the game if they call it better, we'll send them up with a fishing trip with him. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> well, Alton is a master at flipping and pitching soft plastics 
Uh, that also happens to be my favorite technique. What about you, Coach? Well, I, I used to love, uh, uh, before uh, uh, coming down to Texas, I, we spent a lot more time uh, uh, topwater spinner baits, crank baits, um, but but coming down here, same thing, a lot more flipping action, and uh, uh, obviously a lot of plastic worm up north. But I, I was going to say the, the the flipping, I've I've become uh, uh, I, I at least uh, understand it, and I'm adequate enough at it where I can catch fish and and I enjoy it. Um, is as, as I think we all realize in fishing, whatever whatever method allows you to catch fish, you're going to enjoy. Um, to me, if you if you could have your pick, though, there's nothing better than uh, seeing that top water bite on a, on a buzz bait, a frog, a, a, a torpedo, anything, uh, a, a spook. So uh, the top water fishing is always most enjoyable, but as we know, usually it's pretty limited to that beginning in the morning mm-hmm. or late at night. All right, Coach, the moment of truth. What is your personal best largemouth bass? Well, that's something we got to work on because I'm one of those guys that catch a lot of fish, but I don't catch the big one. My brother, on the other hand, will go fishing and he'll he'll catch the two fish and uh, for the day, and one of them's going to be seven pounds or eight pounds. Uh, uh, my brother has the biggest uh, uh, nine pound two ounce from Lake Okeechobee, uh, Lake Fork. Uh, a year ago, uh, he caught about a seven and a half pounder. Um, but I, I, I've, I've never gotten into the sevens. I've never gotten into the eights or the nines or the tens yet. So anyway, that is my goal. And, uh, um, but I, I'm very good with the three to three to fives. <laughs> Coach, which Texas Lake do you enjoy fishing the most? Well, I, I, I know, uh, um, Lake Fork, uh, I, I've only been there, uh, one time. I really enjoyed that. Normally, I fish mostly uh, uh, some private ponds and stuff like that around here, and you know those are always going to be uh, uh, nice places to go. Um, but I, I I do look forward to uh, getting down and, and fishing falcon at some point. That's something uh, uh, Amistad. Um, those are some that I'd like to get to. Besides bass fishing, what other types of angling do you enjoy? I, I, any fishing, uh, deep sea fishing. Uh, I love uh, off the coast of Florida. Um, catching snook, uh, redfish, things like that. So, um, and you can do that obviously in Texas as well. But uh, so in, in, any fishing, I've been to Canada. Uh, I love to go peacock bass fishing at some point. That's something I've always uh, uh, wanted to do. But uh, anything on the on the water is a good day for me. Well, coach, do you have any fishing trips planned for uh, the summer months? No, uh, right now we're finishing up recruiting, and in, in, in kind of how coaches work is we take care of business here, and then when business here is taken care of, then we find a couple days to go fishing. And every year we try to get my dad, brother, and I to go on a three-day or two-day fishing trip. Don't know if it'll happen. If we if if we plan every year, it usually works out every other year. So, um, but uh, uh, that's that's what I uh, look forward to doing this summer, hopefully. Well, I hope it works out for you, coach, because there's nothing better than getting away with your your dad and your brother and doing some fishing. One more question before I let you go. What do you think about all this hoopla surrounding Missouri and Nebraska possibly bouncing from the Big 12 and ending up in the Big 10? Well, I think, I think uh, uh, first of all, you look at what the Big 12 has been able to accomplish. Our, our conference office has done a tremendous job. Each school's done a tremendous job. I mean, to be number one in the RPI in men's basketball this year, number one in RPI, in women's basketball, and you know how many uh, uh, BCS games the Big 12 has been in. Uh, in the short period of time, the Big 12 has become uh, the premier conference in the, in the country in, in every sport. Um, so it would be a shame to uh, uh, change anything because I see uh, uh, nothing but greatness ahead for the Big 12. So hopefully everything uh, uh, stays in uh, uh 
those schools appreciate uh, uh, what the Big 12's done for them, and uh, they appreciate the rivalries and and uh, um, uh, the boosters and alumni appreciate uh, um, again just what uh, the Big 12 has done for their school in the past. So uh, we'd we'd like uh, uh, to keep this Big 12 uh, going and uh, uh, keep improving every year. So hopefully they stay. If they don't, well, uh, um, then I know our commissioner and our athletic directors will make sure we're in a good situation. Well, Coach, the bar's been set pretty high now. Congrats again on a heck of a season this year, and good luck on Wednesday at the uh, Lake Waco Bass Tourney. Hey, that sounds great. Really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Well, there he goes, the Baylor men's head basketball coach and avid angler, Scott Drew. We're about out of time for this morning. Thanks to all of our guests, Tim Walker, Tim Walker's Guide Service, Kelly Gotch of the Outdoor Channel, and, of course, Coach Drew. Next week, one of your favorite range artists will join us and Max Stalling. Also, Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, I know I promised them to you last week, but they've agreed to do a full hour interview. So uh, we're going to do that justice and just kind of play it by ear. But they will be on, if not next week, probably the week after that. A special thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible. Thanks to you, the listener, for being a part of the Lone Star Outdoor Show. I'm Cable Smith saying y'all have a great week in the outdoors. Boy.